Yo, what up guys? Welcome to Faded Town, the number one Pokemon podcast in the world. These are facts. Read that shit in a book. Pokestats that. Google it. Do whatever you gotta do. The only thing you're gonna find are the facts. Um, if you're first time watcher, what are you doing? Like, we've been around a while. We got the best interviews. We get the best guests. Are you good, dude? Hit that subscribe button. Don't miss an episode, alright guys? As always... We got the best guests. Today's not different. This this kid's been killing it this year. Like, Loki, I, I know, like, the top players and all, all a lot of people know he's killing it, but you, he needs a little more recognition than he's getting. We, we got John in with us, dude. How's it going? How's it going, man? I'm doing great. Good, good, man. How's, your, how's, how's today going, basically? Pretty good, pretty good. Just finished up uh, some stuff for Australia, like, packing. Oh, yeah. And- no, because I'm leaving. I'm leaving tomorrow. So Damn. I'm, yeah, right. it's coming for <laughs> That's what's up. How like when you how? What's the difference between prepping for like a tournament that's that's like locally than where you have to fly all the way to Australia? Do you is there a difference, or are you just like uh, same shit, uh, different day? It's, it's pretty much usual stuff. Just you're just packing for more days. Yeah, you're definitely like more careful and more precise yeah. with making sure checking everything. Right. Are you taking, like, um, how long are you out there for? Like, I would assume uh, if you're going to Australia, so it would be, like, a week. I'm going to be in the continent for a week, but between, like, airtime and whatnot, it's probably going to, it's a little more than a week, because it takes forever right. to get there. It does. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what's up. So, like, let, let's just jump into it. Like, how how do you start, get into this game at all? Period. Okay. So, that's, it's going to be a throwback to 2009, 2010. Okay. When I was in elementary school. Uh, my friend, uh, uh, Heart Gold Soul Silver, had just come out, and he had gotten it, and he had beaten it. And uh, he gave me his copy of the game for me to play on my own to see if I liked it. That was my first real introduction to Pokemon really? itself. I forget how and young then, you are. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Heart Gold Soul Silver, I'm like, that first introduction was nuts. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I played through that. Honestly, fell in love with the game. Uh, that wasn't the first I'd heard about Pokemon, but it was kind of like my first like hands-on yeah. like playing through it and like experiencing it. So yeah, there uh, maybe like a year had passed, and I was looking on the internet for like stuff like gatherings or like clubs for Pokemon or something okay. like that. And then I found a Pokemon League that wasn't too far from my house. Went to that. Um, liked the atmosphere, liked the card game. I definitely had a lot of learning to do because I had no clue what the hell was going on. But um, actually, my first tournament was a video game tournament. Not too many That's people know this. I was going yeah, to ask you that. I'm like, did you show up thinking you were playing video games and everyone around you at the league had cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. mine was. It was, those, it was one of those things. So, like, yeah, like uh, my first tournament was a video game tournament. Um, and then I had gotten into uh, the card game gradually, found like more enjoyment out of that, and saw a little more success than that. Because my first, I, 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 I'm not joking when I say I played in one video game tournament. That was my first tournament. And I've and never played. Just, did you try again? You're like the nah, cards. Yeah. That's yeah so, uh, and I was just full into the cards. Um, in juniors, my first competitive year, I uh, didn't get my world's invite. That was the Hawaii year in 2012. Okay. But um, I managed to convince my very supporting parents to I take me to say, I was like, when you're yeah, that young, they got to you. You got to have a lot of support yeah. from your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm super grateful for it. 
But uh, yeah, my dad took me to Hawaii. I tried to play in the LCQ, lost in round two. So that was a heartbreaker. But after that, that's when I really was like, all right, I want to do this. I want to keep you, playing. I want to become one of the best. Did you miss an invite since or no? Uh, no, I haven't missed an invite See, since. See, that's what everyone says. They're like, even like everyone I've had, like they missed their first one. And after that, it's like, never miss again. I got this. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. So you go, so you start in, what, 2009. How many years of juniors did you play? Uh, competitively, I only played two years of juniors. juniors, so the year I missed, and then my last year in juniors was my first invite. Okay, and then you okay. then you hit seniors, and you start seeing success, right? Yeah, right. yeah, so my mom, after juniors, gave me that talk. She was like, you know, this is like the bigger leagues now, looking at it from my perspective now. Yes, the yes, league. yes, yes. But she was like, you're aging up, there's more people, they're a lot better, and, you know, success might not come as easy. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I got that. And then um, my first nationals as a senior, I got top four. And yeah. that was really, like, that was, like, I think that was kind of, like, when the ball really started rolling. Because then, like, that's kind of when people started, like, talking to me and, like, knowing who I was. That's and I started, like, making more connections in the game at, like, the higher level. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, no, seniors was, was great. Um, I don't really have much to say about the middle two years for me. It was kind of just, like, you know, I, I did pretty well. I got, like, top 16 in A. I got the free ticket to day two. So it was going pretty well. But uh, my last year in seniors was actually the first year they introduced, like, the international circuit and, like, the pay trips okay. everywhere and stuff. So I was definitely very fortunate to get that experience where I was, like, what? I was a freshman in high school getting, like, pay trips around the world, right. doing what right. I with all closest friends. So, yeah, I was definitely very fortunate that uh, my last year in seniors, they introduced that then, not when I had my first year right. in master. Yeah. So you go – not a lot of players, like, I've had on the show have played – through all the tiers, you know? So when you, when you, when you think back to it, like, is the difference as big as people say? Like when you're moving from seniors to masters? Um, it's kind of, uh, it's dependent on like how you scale success. So I feel like I'd, uh, I'd say finding success in seniors is like a different kind of challenge than it does in masters because like to get like to the second day of play, for instance, at a regional say in seniors, Mm -hmm. You need to go five one one, which sometimes isn't even always safe to get straight to top eight. Right. Whereas in masters, you need to go six two one, where you can afford two losses in the first day of play to move to the second day of play. So the difference is in seniors, you go straight to top eight. In masters, you just have more rounds to play before you get to top eight. So That's it's just true. like dependent on how you scale success. Also, I've noticed that masters are a little more predictable when it comes to metas. <laughs> that is like, true. Yeah, so in masters, in masters, it's a little more predictable. But like, if you're a pretty good senior, I would say, or a pretty good junior, even going into seniors, I would say that just like aging up is it's not as hard as it seems. There, there are really good players in both divisions, and there are really just like average people in both different divisions. It's just kind of like right, you know, like because I, if you look at you or you look at Xander, or these players that have aged up recently, they find you guys find success. Like, yeah. so, like, it can't be this big gap. And I, I tell people all that time, I'm like, that kid down there probably smack all of you. Don't, like, don't disrespect <laughs> yeah, no. down here, right? That's yeah. what's up. So, you, so, your first year in Masters was 2017, right? Uh, it was the uh, end of 2017 into 2018. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, you start out with, you got top eight at Daytona. Yeah, no. So my first regionals was Fort Wayne. That didn't go too well. I mean, right. I went six two one under because it was under the system where it was like the seven two into day two system. So yeah. that was that was rough. Uh, my first, uh, my second three were um, really good. 
really good. And mm-hmm. I kind of went off. And that was actually when I got picked up by ARG. So yeah, I was like, at the, time, I was, at the time, one of the youngest players to be sponsored. So that was definitely really so, cool to say. Like, how, how old uh, are you? So, like, people get perspective of, like, where uh, you, I'm right, right now, now, I'm 17. I so, turn 18 in a month. And you're a and senior I, in high school? I'm a senior in high school right now, oh, yeah. Okay. And then at the time of that, I was, I guess, like, 15. Yes, so, yeah. yeah, okay. And, yeah, so, like, the first three regionals were pretty fortunate for me. I kind of fell off towards, like, the bridge part of the year. It was because I think the turning point was, because uh, at the time, the way they did the stipend system, mm-hmm. it wasn't on a quarter basis. It was kind of just, like, a buildup over the course of the year. So if you went to the first one, you were probably getting a trip to the second one or whatever. So on the top 16 stipend, I actually got 17th on oh, the first one. God. Yeah, no, it, it, it was rough. It was rough. So I uh, unfortunately had to miss that Australia, which kind of cut off my IC uh, circuit for the year. Um, and actually that Worlds in my first year in Masters was my first time ever going through day one, ever since the two-day system was created. Right. And I went, <laughs> I went 03 drop. <laughs> So, yeah, the fall from greatness was, it, it was long and hard. But, um, yeah, after that, I told myself, I was like, you know what, I don't want to do this ever again, so I'm just going to try even harder for the top place. So, so yeah. with, with, because you are so young, like, what what's that conversation with your parents when you decide, I want to play this, like, professionally, basically, and go to all these events? How does that, like, how does that conversation go for someone yeah, so, that, I mean, like, your age? Obviously, uh, school's never one priority for me, sure. my parents, and stuff like that. It's never been a huge issue for me. I've always, like, known my priorities. Right. So they weren't, uh, like, non-supportive of it. They've always been super supportive of everything I've done. I'm so unbelievably thankful <laughs> for that. But, um, yeah, they were just like, if you can keep your grades up and stuff, you can go to these tournaments. That's and, what's up. Yeah, and uh, they kind of, like, knew from seniors. like they Because they, they were doing the whole, like circuit with me when i was in seniors all over like australia brazil so they, they knew what was up they knew what was going on That's what's up. so yeah they were just they so they were down it's just like, like is this like like do you play sports or anything in school or are you or is this kind of like soccer. your sport yeah i used to play soccer but pokemon pokemon, took over. pokemon took over. you're like i'm gonna do this <laughs> instead mom all right I'm gonna focus yeah, yeah. let me get on this so you get so you get picked up by arg and like there's a lot of controversy over teams and whatnot but that's gotta feel good like no, yeah, it was great. Like, uh, I had like a list of goals when I went into Masters, and one of them was uh, one of the bigger ones was to get picked up by like an official team. And honestly, ARG was one of like the, the front runners at that time in the game. So uh, being picked up by them at such an early time, being like aged up into Masters, was honestly just a huge honor, and I was super happy about that. That's what's up. So you go, you go into your second year of Masters, and like at this point. Like how, cause like, like I, I would, I would say what 2018, 2019 was a very like clicky fucking yeah. year. Yeah. And I, like, I get what you're so are you, are you, you have a secure group of people that you're testing with at this point? So actually <laughs> last year for me was, I, I didn't really have like a set group. Like I, I've never been that type of person to just like lock down to one group. I've always like okay. hop, not like hop from group to group, like ditching people, but like, I've always, like, taken ideas from, like, other groups, and, like, I've always, like, enjoyed just working with people to do okay. things. That's, like, one of the things I enjoy about the game. So last year, I never had a real secure group. Like, I remember, like, when I first, like, I was in a pretty bad slump going into this year. It's like I said, because I missed, like, totally bombed out of Worlds right. and everything. So uh, everything started clicking back again at, like, towards the end of 2018, where it was Anaheim Regionals, and I got top eight with Zorogard. 
I had worked with uh, Will Jenkins and Justin Bokari for that one and a bunch of other people in my local area that worked out. I kind of like uh, hung out with them towards like the end of March. And then I started working with like Isaiah Bradner and Michael Catron, two people that are pretty local to me. Okay. And then uh, I started testing with Joe Rudiger towards the end of that year. And that was definitely really beneficial. Like they, they, they're all great people and I'm just like That's happy awesome. to be able to like, because yeah. that's been like a very staple thing in in today's age is where these these top players they have this this group of people after like DG really showed like if you get the power uh, yeah it. the power of taking really six good players and going yeah all right let's let's make a deck and let's win and I, honestly I, I feel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right I'm like you can I think this year for sure like if you look at the outcomes of this year you can look at the people that won these tournaments and go. Uh, they have a very good support system behind them, yeah, and yeah. and uh, I, I I would assume this year because like let's let's be real here, um, it had to feel good this year where where you you finally got your the glass and masters right. Yeah, yeah. So yes. I like I said I had like on going back to like the goals I had going yes. to the master. One of them was after after I got I bombed out of worlds the first time was get top sixteen in a. So I had gotten that, but like one of the biggest things was like I never had the big win. I, I honestly I, I didn't even have a top four. I didn't have a tr- right. trophy. I had two top eights, loss, uh, pretty devastating losses there. Yes. But and I made it to top sixteen NA. But like even though I did, I was kind of just like the, the the job's not done. Right. So um, going into this year, I didn't know if I wanted to go for top sixteen NA again. Now I obviously am because right. I'm very fortunate to do so well. Yes. But um. Early on at Knoxville, I managed to get second, which was amazing. It was probably my best finish to date. Um, and I had gotten glass. And that definitely boosted my confidence going into, like, the other tournaments moving forward, knowing that I had accomplished that did, thing that is, like, holding me back for so long. Did the ARG break up before that tournament? Yeah, that was actually the first tournament, first tournament. I wasn't on like, ARG. Just, yeah, yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> ARG broke up, and then I just... Then so you're like, boop. Yeah. I mean... It's not like they're like the whole team thing's weird, but I think like right now, what's your testing group like? Is it do you have a solid? Or are you are you still doing what you were doing last year? So now I definitely have a solid group because uh, what was different from this year from other years is that like the people. So like I've always when I was in seniors, I tested with like Isaiah Bradner, Tanner mm-hmm. Hurley, all like the younger people, right. but I was always like one year older than them or like two years older than them in this instance. So when I aged up into Masters, it was kind of like we were testing for two different tournaments. So we are we kind of like broke up in a sense in like testing terms. Right. But now all these guys are Masters and they're killing yeah, it. They are killing it. That's yeah, what, they're killing it. That's what I, I, yeah. I tell people. These guys coming up, they're looking great. Yeah, no. So they're, they're doing amazing. And I kind of like reunited with Tanner. So Tanner and I have played the same 60 or at least close to something close for the past like I don't know how many events. or that's major good. events. Yeah, so yeah. Tanner is definitely my go-to guy. I still test with Joe a lot, and he's definitely a huge help. And then a few others, uh, Adler Pierce uh, is definitely a part of our group. Isaac Malaski and then Benjamin Branch. Okay, so yeah, we have we definitely have like a core group. That's uh, good. Me and Tanner, we're definitely like the center of that group, though. Yeah, I think I think it's really important now. Uh, I I see that in my own game where I'm playing by myself yeah. basically, but like. I see when I do these interviews, I talk to these people, and, like, that's always the key is, like, they, everyone has a good support system behind them, and, and DGG really showed that you, yeah. put, you put five good minds together, you can do something. Yeah, honestly. And, and, like, you come out, 
guns blazing. Basically, you get second. Your your day. How many day twos this year? I've been to seven six, majors six and day two. Seven? I've been to seven and day two six. I think. Yeah, is you're six out of seven. That's yeah. fucking nutty, dude. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. good job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank. It's like, and and like you're, we. I mean, you went Picaram early, and then you go straight into Mewtwo, and then you went Old Faithful in the in the Zorg. Oh, Zorg. Like, that that, 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 that was honestly, insane. When I see that, I'm like, so. I mean, someone had to get it, right? Yeah, someone no, had no, to no, do no. it. Like, uh, like Knoxville was definitely great, but Dallas was definitely the most like feel good tournament for me right. with Zargar because like it, like I, I enjoy playing the deck. I had no, I have a pretty good understanding of what I'm doing, and it was one of those. It, it was just a feel good tournament. Like I walked in, yeah. I, I usually like I get I tend to get like pretty stressed out during tournaments. Okay. That's just like how I am. But Dallas was different. I was kind of just like whatever. I'm just gonna rock it with Zargar. See what happens, and yeah. then it worked people out. Were... So that was definitely feel good tournament. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were shitting on the deck saying it was trash. Um, yeah, I just and Garbotoxin, dude, so good. It's always been good. I always tell them if there's like that deck's like you, you fifty fifty. You don't, you don't really have bad yeah. matchups. Even if like it beats fighting and stuff. It's still good. And yeah. it's usually it's always ones in the top eight at least. And then yeah, yeah. No, my my logic was I was like if I can take fifty fifties everywhere. I mean, if I'm right? like having a good day play wise, like if I'm like on top of my game playing super well. I feel like that, those 50-50s turned into like 55-45s exactly. against the people who are kind of like sliding a little bit. And, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what's up. I, th- I always tell people, if, if someone ever comes up to me, should I play Zara Grab? Sure. Cause like, yeah, no, sure. It's, it's never a bad it's, play. It's never a bad play. That's what I was yeah. It's never a bad play. So when I heard you were playing it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so when you're, when you're mindset going into um, a meta, you know, do you do you look at because obviously we got this new meta coming forward? Do you look at past decks first and go, is Picaram good now? Better now? Is Mewtwo better now? Or do you try jump into these new archetypes? Uh, no, I definitely uh, am more, more of a fan of looking at like past decks and see how they transfer going in. Okay. So um, actually, an example of this was at Brazil uh, when Cosmic Eclipse had just come out. Like, if you look at my Mewtwo list. Yeah. I outside of Great Catcher, I really don't have any cards from Cosmic Eclipse out. Like <laughs> I didn't do the tag call engine that some people were trying. Um, a few other North Americans did this. I think it was Rahul's group, like Xander and all them. Yeah. They brought a Mewtwo list that was like really similar to the Mewtwo list prior to the new set coming out because okay. they realized that like the old design was also like super strong. Like with the thing about like tag team supporters and all the tag team stuff, it, it kind of slowed the game down. Agreed. So. When I was thinking, I was like, if I can play, like, an aggressive Mewtwo list, like, with acrobikes, gears, and just, like, super aggro, like, back-to-back welders, as opposed to, like, using tag team supporters, I can beat these, like, slower decks. And uh, that was like, one of the first things that Tanner and I had tried, and we were like, this seems good. Now, obviously, we tested a little bit with, like, ADP and stuff like that, because we wanted to get familiar with it. Yeah. But we were just like, aggressive Mewtwo is really good. That's what's up. Like, yeah. I, I always... I, I try to do that, too. I mean... <laughs> It's always, like, to look at these past decks, to, I mean, some of them get pulled out, but they're still mm-hmm. good. Like, Pigram's still going to be good. Yeah, oh, yeah, Pigram. Now, now you look at it, people yeah. are hyping <laughs> it like crazy, like, oh, it's busted, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, all those people that are selling their Pigram's, like, Honestly, come, on, yeah. come on, this. But if I look at, like, I, I take a look at your limitless overall, you do tend to find a deck you like and, and stick with it. Um, so, yeah, I... 
uh, last year. Um, expanded was either <laughs> Hitmonchan or Zoragarb. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Hitmonchan. Yeah. Like, that's very odd, you know? Yeah. But I think yeah. by the time you got to Hartford, I think you were probably the only one playing that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, the reason... So, last year, I definitely, like... I was very so like one of the things about top sixteen and eight is you want to guarantee points every tournament you right. go to, um, uh, like towards the latter of the uh, latter end of the year, like you like once you start hitting best finish limit, you start winning like more points. But at like I season stuff like that, you're really just going for like just as long as get the points. I'm fine. Right. So my definitely like uh, towards the end of the year, I was very hard focused in top sixteen and because it was my first time going for it in like the Masters atmosphere, so I didn't know like. How much could change in like the end part of the year? Not much change. It was kind of like the same people right. towards the end. But I, I, I didn't know that. I was never familiar with that. So my logic was like, all right, I just want to make day two, replace like these like mediocre finishes, and like put it like a thirty-two or a sixteen in there. Yeah. So Hitmonchan was definitely like my deck for that because I was like at the time it was Zorogar, Pikaram, and like Archie Stories were kind of running expanded. Yeah. And then you had like DDG playing like Toad stuff, but that was like yeah, only yeah, DDG yeah. play that. Get that yeah, out of here. Yeah. Only DDG. So I my logic was just like if I'm beating Zorgarb and Pikaram, I'll probably make day two alone doing that. And that's pretty much what happened at like all the regionals, except for Toronto. That was a weird one where just in day two, Trevenant just came out yeah, of nowhere. It did, it did. That was and just like destroyed everybody. That was not a fun one. I was lucky to get the top sixteen out of that. Yeah, that's crazy. But for the most part, I was kind of just like, I want to guarantee day two placements. And I wasn't too concerned with winning the tournament. And that's definitely something that I switched this year. I was just like, you know what? I just I just want to win something. I'm I'm done okay. with like day two. I like that. I like that mindset. I like how, how I like when you say something like that because um, when when I do when I look at your limitless and your I mean you've had a success in seniors and you go two years into masters without like hitting that top four mm-hmm. um, that that Knoxville had to feel good like you finally got that glass. I know you came up. I mean obviously you want to win. Like yeah. obviously you want to win, but it has to feel like. A little relief off your off your shoulders, where you where you. No, it was it was yeah, it was it was like honestly a great feeling. I I I had so much support from like all my locals, all the people who've been like riding with me since the beginning, and it was just like to 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 get to that point after like two years of just like top eights or just like day twos, Mm -hmm. it it just felt really good. Um, and like I felt like I was uh, on top of my game that weekend. Like something something was like that during that weekend. That was another tournament where I kind of, like, went in and I was, like, not super stressed about it. Yeah. And I was kind of just like, you know what, like, I'm, I'm going to play well and see where that gets me. Because not some playing 100% well, not 100%, it's impossible to play a perfect game. Right. Like, exactly. playing, like, well isn't going to always get you there. Sometimes you get a little lucky. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just one of those things where I just, like, went into one game at a time and I was just like, do I want to lose to this person? No. <laughs> so, I, like... I, like I'm gonna just like focus in super hard on this one game, see where this goes. All right, this one's done. Next one, let's same deal. And then until we got there, that's what's up. I think I think it's like like I talk about like little accomplishments like that are are very mm-hmm. big because people don't realize how many people don't have glass. You know, like yeah. there's people that play for a long time and they don't hit hit that opportunity. And it's like when you do, even though you came second, like. Yeah. It's still amazing. Like, yeah, it's no, very it, it, nice. It was, and then to see you come right back in Dallas and go, you know what? I, I can be consistent. I can. Yeah, I. Yeah. It's like you're now. You're just looking for that win, right? Like, how how no, much honestly, does that bother you? Does that bother you, or are you kind of content with this year? Like, if you don't win this year, are you content, or do you like you're going hard to win? 
Uh, I mean, I'm content. Like, I, I obviously, okay. I, 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 I by like, close. by like standard, I, I can't be disappointed with the finishes I've gotten. I'm very fortunate to be in the position I am right now. But um, you know, I, I could definitely deal with the win. Really? <laughs> I know. I mean, I'd be fine. That, like at the end of the day, that's one of like the only things that's not on your resume, right? Is a big regional win. That and an IC top eight, which yeah, we're trying to fix. Next. Yeah, you, you got this. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just gonna throw this out there. A lot of people that come on this show do very well the next next tournament. So good luck, dude. There you go. I'm just like, like I messaged toward right before Worlds. I was like, hey, you coming on? He's like, after Worlds. I was like, your victory. And he's like, yeah, my victory. Get second. Get second. I was just, I'm like, I messaged him. I'm like, he's like, so close, man. So close. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's just good. It's good. I like I like your mindset. I think you've turned over. Where like did going into this year, where you like you said, you're like I'm gonna try to win. Like was that just yeah. like uh, you want try, you're trying to get points? Obviously, you said that you're like I just want to get points. Yeah. But going straight into this year, you're like I'm I'm here to win now. And and, and you got your testing group with you. Does yeah. that help a lot? Where you're like okay, I have a no, team wait. behind me, and I'm I'm here to win now. Yeah, it definitely helps a lot. I think I got lucky with my testing group because we all kind of play different roles in okay. it. So Tanner is definitely the deck builder. I won't deny that. He's the one that, like, he's the ideas guy. He's always got, like, the ideas flowing. Like, him him and Joey are honestly, like, huge ideas guys. <laughs> that's, okay. that's their thing. And they'll just build stuff, and we'll and we'll test it to see if it works out. And I, I feel like I'm kind of, like, the voice of reason in the group. Because there have been times where Tanner has come up with something, <laughs> and I'm just like, this is great. This is amazing. And I'll be like, Tanner, no, you can't You can't do that. <laughs> that doesn't work slow now. Like, there were times where, That's I think me. it was Diego, we were playing Mewtwo, and he wanted to cut Macargo. And I literally, I was just like... No, we can't do that. In a, in a tag team meta, after you use Flare Blitz GX for 300, do you really want your damage cap to be 230 with Reshizard? Right. And he was like, That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> like, so yeah, no, it's definitely good. And I think something that's like good about our testing group is we can totally just like make fun of each other and like at the end of the day we're just like cool i think i think that's like the best thing about um what's happening right now i think like all these sponsor teams that we've had in the past were just sponsored players and like yeah. they're all everywhere but now you're getting like real teams you're getting people that are generally like each other and generally work together and i think we're seeing the best level of play right now like yeah no we're definitely in a really right? good part right now like I, it's definitely just like yeah, it's been amazing. You have, like, DDG still winning. Mm-hmm. You have, like, new people, like, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't want to butcher it. I don't know if it's Team Gas or Team Cutter yeah, yeah. Tap. There's Cutter Who's Tap. Winning? They're kind of working together. Cutter Tap yeah, and Gas. But Cutter Tap winning. basically is winning. And then yeah, you they're, have they're the, all the Lab. Yeah, the, la- the Lab. I've I, I talked to Will, and he hates being called the Lab, but I still call him the Lab. But yeah, whatever. That's, that's, that's their group. That's they're, what they Bukhari, said. Dude, Bukhari's another person who... Right. Like, just like me, he didn't have like uh, the the huge finish, the top four mm-hmm. finish, and then right out the gate, see, he's been to like five or six majors. He skipped a bunch, but the ones he's yeah. gone to have been yeah. amazing. He's been he's so been a year, monster. Like, yeah, I think yeah. he like flipped the switch this year as well, and mm-hmm. it was just like he, he actually got the win. He's yep. he's been doing. Yeah, so I, talk, really I had him on right after he won, and we talked mm-hmm. about it. I'm like, there's not enough people that know your name. Like, you're too good. Like, yeah, no, and when I was looking no. at his resume, I'm like, your resume is too good. And he's like, nah, I'm okay. I'm just okay. I'm like, nah, dude. I'm telling nah, you. Nah, he's definitely super humble. Yes, he is. He, Very nice guy. Honestly, if like for, for like, this isn't even a bold statement, but I, I honestly think he's like top five in the game right now. I, 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 
from looking at him and the way he presents himself and the way he talks, I've been I've been hyping him like number one. I've been going no, like when people ask me, I'm like I I personally believe Justin Bacardi is the best player because like at the end of the day, he he the like and people aren't talking about Tina Chomp, which is really yeah. re- like it, in both both formats, it's one. And mm-hmm. like he's been on that, like his deck might have not have been the one that won, but he had the same he had the same mindset going into that tournament. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's jump off of Picardi's nuts. So I, I, I do want to bring this up. Um, I played you at um, NAIC last yeah. year, and yes. tell me, three and yeah. yes, <laughs> tell me I do not beat you if I have uh, the. The it was the one chance. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, dude, there's a point. I had, there was there was a fucking uh, heat factory play, and you would not use it because you needed the energy to kill me. And I'm so, like, I don't think he beats me if I have one ten. Yeah. So for <laughs> some backstory for the viewers, I was playing Baby Clowns, and he was playing uh, the Blissey deck. Blissey. And um, they're both one prizers, so it's definitely like a trade back and forth matchup. Mm-hmm. It's just the problem for me is. Uh, they have uh, all, each of like the the egg Pokemon have like uh, like awkward HP. It's yes. so, like Blissey has one sixty. Yes, one sixty. Yes. He has one sixty. So as opposed to three energies doing one fifty, yes. I needed four to do two hundred to a one prizer. Yes. So I was there was a heat like you said there was a heat factory in play and I wouldn't use it because I don't want to my fire energies because I don't I I, had, I barely have enough to win the game. Yeah. And there's two different chances. There's one with a hundred HP. Which for two energies I'd be able to yes. kill, whereas one one hundred ten HP I'd have to kill with three energies. And it, uh, I guess if he if he had had the one hundred ten HP chances, I would have had to commit a lot more to killing mm-hmm. just a chancy. Yeah. So I probably would have just run out of energies because my deck just didn't play enough to yeah. deal with one prizers that I had to discard four for. Like usually, like the deck will like, discard five to kill this Pikaram, and then five to kill another Pikaram. Yes. And then I don't know what were the other tags teams. Rushies are. <laughs> yeah, the meta was. Hard. But it's yeah. probably better that you won, to be honest, because you went, you got 18th. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Sick. You, was, were, you ran for your hot that that tournament. Yeah, after so, after everyone said that deck was trash. Yeah, <laughs> no, honestly, ten of us played the deck, and it wasn't like me and a bunch of just like average no. players. It oh was, no, was like, I was in that fucking Joe room. <laughs> Adam, Adler Pierce, Kian Amini. Oh god, who else was on the deck? So many good players were yes. on the deck. Sam Chen. Yeah, Sam was on it. <laughs> um, and. I, I think I just channeled all the power from all the fallen baby blocks. You had players. to. And, like, I, I was lucky enough to make it, take it to a top 32, but Nathaniel Kaplan took it to a top four. So I kind of... Oh, okay. We actually, yeah, we played in the... I guess it wasn't a... It was the round before our winning in, but we can only assume that, like, if since we were both playing the same deck, if I had beaten him, I would have beaten the next guy because same matchup. Yeah. Uh, relatively. Like, you, things yes, could have happened yes. to us. Relatively. Okay, so it was the quote-unquote winning in to top eight yeah. for the baby blocks player. And he unfortunately for me beat me, so I kind of just passed on the energy to him, and I was like, "All right, take this where you can go." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that tournament was fun. It was real fun. No, that was that was that was a great one. Yeah, I remember Roll waking up. I'm like, I'm Pikaram still. You like, nah, dude, baby bounce. Nope. I was like, no, because the night before I came in, I came into the room. Yeah, later, no, I gave you half the deck. Yeah, yeah apparently, apparently Joe Rudiger, yes. or I think it was Chris Wilkinson, was just destroying the entire room with mm-hmm. the deck. And then I came in and I was like, "All right, Joe, how are we feeling about this?" Because at the point in time, like I, I only, I thought only like uh, Joe and I knew about it because we actually uh, stayed together with Isaiah Bradner and Michael Kitron yeah. in the Airbnb for the whole two week Columbus thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And the entire bridge time between Origins and NAIC, we were just like working on decks and like baby blounds. Like at first we had like, uh, what was it? Miss Magius and Dusk Stones in there with like a heavy <laughs> Lieutenant Surge just to like, uh, get it going. Um, the Miss Magius got ditched. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, frankly, the, the, the final copy wasn't the greatest either. I but <laughs> I remember cause like fucking roll yeah. goes, hey, dude, try this. I sit down. I forgot who I, I think I was playing, uh, Fuck, who was I playing? I was playing against someone. I was like, draw my hand. I got a, a baby blonde, nothing. <laughs> I was like, draw, pass. And I get knocked out. I was like, well, that didn't yeah. work. Let's try again. Boom. Same thing happens. I'm like, I, I don't, I'm just going to sign this deck side. Yeah, yeah, sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah, so, it, it, it turned happened. into the Greninja. Yeah, no, that's what we'll call it. We call yeah. it the Fire Greninja. So the thing yeah. about that deck was your losses were so quick because you yeah. just got benched. It, yeah. it was done. Like, your wins were quick because you just killed everything, and yeah. your losses were quick you just beat, uh, lost to everything. That's so, like, so funny. Yeah, that, 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 was, that, that was, was great. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh. All right, so, like, let's let's turn the page here. Um, earlier, you were talking about how when you do go into a tournament, you do get super nervous. And, like, I've this, the people can quote me. I always say, like, you should be nervous, like. I think if you're invested in something, you, a little nerves is good. Like, is yeah, it yeah, yeah. Has, has that is that a problem for you, or do you feel like you're you're fine? So it's never been like a huge problem. It's something that I've definitely learned to like like acknowledge. Like, I was like, all right, this is normal. Obviously, it shows that I care. It shows that I'm like like you said, invested and like right. I've I wore it. I care about this. But um, I've definitely noticed that like. Uh, uh, other people have noticed this first, but I've come to notice as well from them telling me that I tend to do a lot better when I go in, when I'm just kind of just like, you know, sure. we're going to play and we're going to see what happens. Like I, I, like I said, Knoxville and Dallas were both two examples of that. <laughs> like, so maybe I need to start like teaching myself how to do that more. But um, for an example, for Australia in a week, I've played a lot, like, not a lot, but I've played in like the Sword and Shield format and uh, I'm not lost per se. But, <laughs> um, no, we just gonna see what happens. We're like, you, I have another week. We're just gonna we're just gonna see what happens. If a deck falls into my hands, great. If it doesn't, if not, I'm just gonna have to be like a meta slave and hope it goes well. We'll hey, we'll, we'll see. Meta slaves aren't always that bad. Like, no, no. That, that, honestly, that's like yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you go, and I mean, you. I see that like me. Mew two, and then you have Pikaram. Is mm-hmm. it like when you look? Do you automatically like now that you're in standard? Are you, is your first deck you're looking at is Mew two because you've played it so much? Yeah, that was the first thing I looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, the turn on supporter rule with that deck is weird. I haven't oh, decided. Yeah. So like, so like I at first I kind of thought going in having tested nothing, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, going first is still just the best option. Right. Well. It's certain decks want to go first in certain matchups, and certain decks want to go second in certain matchups. So I definitely have to do more testing, exploring that. Because okay. I've definitely, like, I tested a lot of uh, abilities are, and I was kind of just like, yeah, going first is always correct. You get your Vulpix down, you get ready, and it's like, no, that's actually not correct. You all, like, most of the time with abilities are, you want to go second, so you can get, like, just the, you don't want to get the turn to uh, 300. Right. You want to get that, okay. and that's, like, the like, big selling point. I think that's really good for the game where where yeah. the way you said it is like you you pick you to go first or second based off the matchup that mm-hmm. you're playing and like and that so that actually like 
going into game one, like of like a Swiss round, oh, say right. in day two, with, like with all the resources we have, with Pokey stats and all the mm-hmm. people talking, like, in day two you probably know what you're playing against. But in day one, there's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of just you don't know what your opponent's playing right. most of the time unless you're playing against someone you know. Mm-hmm. So deciding whether or not you go first or second would like decide like how the right. I think there's, it's a new aspect of the game that really is. Do you like it? Uh, honestly, interesting to me. Right, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, I think a lot of people are on the fence when it comes to this ruling, and I, like, I'm I'm on the fence of that. It was good. I think the game needed something. I, I felt like going first was just super strong, and like, yeah. I think po- like Pokemon's not gonna f- change a rule with like zero testing. Like, they, yeah, they definitely decided that attaching an energy first is strong mm. enough for yeah. someone going first. Attaching yeah. three energies going first. first. That's, that's a little too much. I might be pushing it, yeah. Right? A little too yeah. much. But, again, you can go second and figure this out. But, yeah. if, uh, like, how, it, do you think that um, the Dedenne count's going to just r- rise? Do you think uh, you I wouldn't say that it's going to rise. I, th- I, think, I think it would stay the same. Right. Um, Maybe maybe a, a plus one like, for certain decks. Yeah, and you're in in most of your testing, the the turn based thing is basically a decision that you need to make. It's not like yeah. I, I was doing some testing. Yeah, I was like doing some testing with yeah with Pikaram, and I would find when I go first that just like I would detonate away all of my good cards <laughs> to set up the turn two full blitz because like you, obviously like you still want to get the turn one attachment into like the next turn attach Coco into full blitz nice. or attach into Thunder Mountain full blitz. So you're at unless you open which is like Pikaram energy, which isn't like unheard of, you're gonna be using Dedene, and that's getting rid of a bunch of resources. Like I would get rid of like so many E powers on turn one. Fuck. Just like from like awkward hands. And like sometimes you just can't afford that with Pikaram because like you need those to like keep up with the other attackers that are doing like five million damage. Right. Like you're you're so, like, you're at one what, one fifty yeah, you need those E powers, definitely. Yeah. That's not like mm-hmm. it's crazy how something so little is like like, mm-hmm. that's such a huge impact, because, like, if you do Dedenne those away, it's like, what do you do now? Like, yeah. are, you, are you playing the freaking Charger to get him back? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you, you could. I, haven't I mean, you could, I don't know either. I haven't tested, but maybe. Maybe that's what you have to do. Who knows? I mean, we'll see. We'll see in, in OCIC. But, yeah, we'll see. like, it's... I think it's very... I think it's a new pace to the game, and I think it's it's mm-hmm. something people will adjust to. But just like everything, like... Things get so over. People get so over dramatic when something happens. Like, oh, we don't have Lysander or Guzman anymore. What will we ever do? And like, yeah. guess what, dude? Exactly. Everyone's fine. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where just like it it rewards pre- preparedness and like testing. I think, so like, I still have a little more to do with this format, but I'm try- I think I'm starting to finally like get a grasp. I'm like, okay, these are like what are the decks that are good, and these are how you like your game plan against other decks because right. like. With not only with the new supporter rule, we kind of like introduced like new variants of decks. Like Malamar kind of got like flipped on its side. So crazy with, now. Like, Malamar, like I don't, so like from first glance, I was kind of just like, isn't Malamar the deck where it's just like one prizers that trade right. favorably with everything, and you're kind of just like taking the best aspect of Malamar and throwing it out the window? But Mar- right. Marnie Trevnor is a pretty strong combo, right. so I can, I can yeah. So. Like when I when I, th- I think it was Pablo who told me he's like. Oh, look at this. If you fucking Gengar Mimic, you go second, you Gengar Mimic them, so they, they get two turns of no supporters. You set up, and then you Marnie Dusnor them. I'm like, what are they going to do? I'm like, 
Uh, ideally, that sounds amazing. If you pull yeah, it off, say, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, that's perfect. If you could do that every turn, you got it, right? <laughs> yes, if you could do that, perfect. I was like, yeah. ideally, best. Like when you say it like that, best deck ever. All right, yeah. But, <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure it's not that easy. But I think it's, I think it's really cool that that uh, people are trying things like that. Yeah, and, sure. and like, do you? What, what's your thoughts on the whole? Japanese meta do you look at Japanese meta and go oh this could work here or is it like their shit's just sometimes why so they're without sounding disrespectful I sometimes I wonder what the hell is going on over there like of course they're playing a different game like I think their format is ever so slightly it's a little ahead of us yeah yeah so I I, (laughs) do they have the turn run rule huh do they have that turn run rule like us can they play I, support? I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'd have to check the VODs. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I check wonder. Because that would change so much shit if they did. Yeah, that, that would be really different. Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess I have no. To their ideas are definitely a good starting place. And honestly, like even if they aren't the best, it kind of sets like a precedent, like going into tournaments, which I think is fine. Like I like so I know like to look off of Japanese lists to see what other people are thinking about because it's kind of what people do now. Right. Uh, another example is uh, Tord posted his tier list on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I know like I I looked at that one to see like where other people's heads are at, but like I also looked at it to see like what like the average player is probably thinking because so many people are going to look at that and be like Tord said this, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Okay, <laughs> I, I think I like I was going to ask you. So you think that people like Tord and and, and Japanese lists do play? a big like meta manipulation on on the whole community yeah yeah i I, I wouldn't say manipulation in the sense because i don't think towards manipulating anyone i just think it has a yeah i just think it has a high influence and it's like it's a good starting place for then like the next few like regionals to like kind of like for people to improve like people are like all right this didn't work from like in testing for the first ic from like people like all right this didn't work from the japan list let's fix that Okay. And then it's still kind of, like, based on the Japan list a little bit. But, like, going into the next regionals, everyone's, like, a list a little better. And we, we've seen that, like, throughout. Um, let's ju- uh, I guess, for instance, is uh, the block of standard events. That was, like, kind of, like, sort of back-to-back-to-back to back to back with uh, Cosmic Eclipse. So it was first it was Brazil, where people were kind of, like, split on, like, what Mewtwo was better. Like, aggressive yes. or tag team. And then going into Daytona, we uh, which was, like, just two weeks later, we kind of still saw that split. But it was people were, like, the lists were improving. And then finally in San Diego, I stuck with aggressive Mewtwo because I kind of like, in my opinion, it was better. But pretty much everyone was just on the tag call version, and like, right. it was on the tag team supporter version. Yeah. So like, uh, it's interesting to see like these starting points of like, in like a, in a format where they kind of like Japan is what we take it from, or like top players like putting content out is what we take it from, and then we kind of just it kind of just evolves from there into like a more optimal sixty in right. like uh, towards the end of the format. Yeah, I tell people all the time, like, I like they. A lot of people are like, "Oh, meta manipulation, whatever." I'm like, "Well, as much as like it's, they're not trying to manipulate the format, yeah. but you have they're. I mean, it's a 700 man tournament, and like mm-hmm. these 700 people don't have a testing group like you. So where are they gonna go? They're gonna go to YouTube and look at Azul's stream, and oh, he played this, yeah. and it looked good, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. try this, and. So, I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to do what's online. And I think it's, I mean, for someone like you, you, you have to look at uh, stuff online and go, all right, this is what a big portion of the community is going to play. 
Yeah, this like it, I look at like I I so I'm I'm a writer for Six Prizes, so I get like obviously I I can see everything on Six Prizes. Right. So that's an example. Like I'll look at like the list that like Schmansky's posting, uh, Pablo's po- uh, Pablo's right. posting. So like I just so I can get an idea of like people who are like looking at these articles, like where their head is at, and I can just be like, okay, okay. well, yeah, I can make uh, a decision based that's on good. that. That's good. That's so, oh. No, go ahead. So I was going to just say the whole meta manipulation thing. Yeah. It, I I obviously don't know what's going on in everyone else's heads. Right. For the past like I don't know how many major events, I've done a pretty good job. Like before Knoxville, I posted like two cards off of what I played for Pikaram. I straight up just put my worlds list in my pre worlds article, <laughs> and then I for another tournament, I think I gave a Mewtwo list that was really close. So like I'm I'm not trying to like manipulate anyone, but like I honestly don't think the other players are either. I just don't oh. think anyone cares enough. I think what they're doing, like, if they, if they post something and they don't end up playing it is, what you have to realize is, we go through, like, a lot of, like, changes in opinion, like, going into tournaments. So if we, like, change our mind on a deck, that doesn't mean the deck we, like, initially thought was, like, good isn't, it, it isn't good. It's, like, it's not bad. It's probably still good. And, like, a good deck for one player might not be a good deck for another player. Like, I guarantee you if DDG posted their Toad Zoro deck from last year... It wouldn't have mattered. All, the people who would do well with it would be them and then even if someone read their article they still wouldn't like be able to like fully yeah. like gather like how much like how well you had to play to like play yeah. with like cups after that tournament like because i played blasters on that tournament so after yeah. that tournament cups were so easy because everyone started trying to play that and like yeah. they just don't know they're not on that level like that deck was so like you needed to you couldn't make a mistake because like yeah. it was so fragile and like yeah. I was like, oh, I just I just win. Like you guys, yeah. <laughs> like I don't. And like even people like like Kenny Britton, who's one of one of the better players. He he was at one of my cups. And he's like, this deck is trash. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Man. I, I mean, it, it's proven not trash. It's yeah. just like it's just, it, it just a lot goes into just, it. Yeah, you have like to know. Happens. Like there's certain things like it, yeah. You know how much time they put into that for you to just try to pick that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably don't work. All right, guys. But again, uh, it comes with time. If you, I always, I always tell people like, if you put fucking four months into one deck and you go to a tournament, you're gonna play better than picking something up. You know? Yeah. No, for sure. And I, I think it's just like one of those things where it's. Like, I usually say that, like, usually, like my rule of thumb is that if you like, usually you know you've got it if you've like, if you like, if you like understand like it's not like a higher level of the game, but just like. There's certain, there's certain, like, stages in the game where you understand, like, certain, like, things of play. Like, not, like, deck-specific, just, like, understanding, like, mechanics of the game. Yeah, there it's, like, yeah. if you, you usually will find it within, like, your first three years. I in most that. cases, like, in your first three years, you'll kind of, like, understand. You, you can, like, look back and be, like, wow, I can't believe I was doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, when, at a certain point. Yeah, so, I, yeah, even, like, I even, like, I look back and I'll watch the stream where I got third. And I'll mm-hmm. be, like, what the fuck am I doing? Oh, no, no, I, I still do that sometimes, too. Right. It's, that's also another thing. It's just like, it is near impossible to play the perfect game of Pokemon. Don't mm-hmm. let anyone tell you that they played 100% perfectly, because chances right. are they didn't. And I don't think that the perfect game of Pokemon has ever been played unless it was just, like, a one-turn game where they, like, dunk It's super. It's like, super hard, like, hard to yeah. watch yourself play, because you're like, wow, how did I even win? <laughs> you're, no, like, no, yeah. you're like, what the fuck? For sure. And I'm like... Uh, it is what it is, but I think I, I also think it's really good to watch film. Like if you do get on stream 
I think it is good to go back and watch that because you can see the stuff you're doing and like you can relive that like okay yeah what was I doing like just take a second and and breathe and then make decisions you know mm-hmm. I think that's dope as as someone who's who's been in top positions a lot do you think that like when when you're not like there's a lot of people that go to regionals and never make day two you know like is this like do you think it's like what what's the difference what's the difference between someone like you who's like gonna has a good top eight ratio Mm -hmm. than someone that's just like can't even make a day two is this like uh, do you think it's your testing group or do you think their their mind's not in it or they just don't have it you know so it's a multitude. It's it's honestly a multitude of things. I can like tackle this in like three different points. So first is definitely like a yeah, testing group, like having that like outlet of like high high level players. And I think so like the game right now, like this is a pretty unfortunate point, but the game right now is harder than it ever has been for like the average okay. player because it's like all the money is involved. So no one is really gonna like at the like no one is really gonna like help you help you to like like carry your hand exactly. all the way to the top. Because they're in the end, it is a competition, and they're like worried about themselves. Now and then, also, it's like if you look at the top sixteen in North America right now, or even like all the people that are placing super highly. Name me someone who there who hasn't been like a top player for the past like right. two and a half years. Or that's like crazy. And a lot of if you look at the top, it's like yeah. that's what they do. They play Pokemon. Yeah, that's like their thing. That's their job, so like, or like, yeah. that's their thing. Like, you're you're obviously a student, and you, what do you do? You just play Pokemon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like, that's the no. That's one of the things. The point. Yeah. I forget who it was that I that I heard from not too long ago was if you're if you're at the top in Pokemon, it's either you like your job or you're in school. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. I think like because I. I, I, I'm on, like, a curse right now where I do good once a year. Like, I day two once a year. Like, I had a good meta call going into Portland this year. I was like, everyone's just hyping Turbo Dark. I was like, I'm playing Lucario. Yeah. Pretty much just ran over people with Lucario. But it's like, that yeah. hump, that hump, like, I, I don't know, it's kind of a mental block, I think. I'm pretty sure. No, that's actually my next point, right? actually. So, like, the mental game, it's a huge thing. So, uh, after my slump it, towards the end of 20... 20- after I got that top eight in Anaheim, stuff kind of started rolling. Like, I don't think right. I missed a day two that season, except for at like Denver. Yeah, you went off uh, from from everything I attended. I skipped some tournaments, but yes. uh, yeah. So it's definitely a huge like mental block. Uh, uh, an example like uh, that I saw that was really fortunate actually was my friend Harris Noor. Last year was his first time qualifying for Worlds, and he got there just by like the skin of his teeth. He got there at the last second at Origins, and but one of his the big things was he just never had a day two. And uh, one of the things I told him, I was just like, once you get that first one, I promise you, like, once that mental block is gone, the others will start will start rolling in. He's been to four regionals this season. He's day two to all four. Let's see. Like, that's a, I think that's all, like, I, that's all people need. I think that a little success starts breeding success. And, like, I felt yeah. it a lot. Like, um, my buddy at Portland, he never played Expand in his life. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is a medical I'm doing, I think. I really think Lucario is just real good medical. It's a very simple yeah. deck. Like he's like, but I don't know what all these other cards do. I'm like, yeah, but you know what your cards do? Just yeah, just do no, these things. Yeah, it's and, a huge self confidence thing. Like even yeah. like I, I can use myself as an right. example. Like 
uh, once like I, I got into the top eights, like once I started making day two, top eights didn't come like super often, but they weren't exactly like uh, like unheard right. of. Like I got into like the top eight atmosphere pretty early, and I had how many was it? I think I had three top eights before I got. It might have been four. It's either three or four top eights before I got my first like big deep run, okay. and um, definitely. So like I when I made top eight, like I wouldn't give up. But, like, once I got into top eight, like, my attitude would switch. And it would be, like, I'm here. I'm good. We'll just see where this goes. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of those things where it was, like, once, like, once you tell yourself, like, I'm not satisfied with this, your mentality, once you get there, is still in, like, game mode, like, super focused in. Like, there was a while where I was, like, I hadn't made a top eight in a while. And I was just, like, making day two. And I was just, like, all right, top 32 is not enough. Once I make day two, I'm not going to be, like, happy and then just, like, you know, mess around the night before. I'm gonna just like focus, focus on like taking this to a far finish. Yeah. I think I think that that the exact same thing you said. Like, I thought about that when because like when I when I made top top eight, my first it was like my second time I've ever day two. So mm-hmm. I hit top eight, and like in my head, like I want I like I'm I did it. Yes, you know I'm you like, don't I'm, give I'm up, do but it. you kind of just like you're you're content, content. and you're just like yeah. yeah. And then, but then, as soon as I lost in top four, it mm-hmm. it hit me. I'm like, what was I doing? Like, I could have won that tournament. Like, yeah. and my mindset was just so shitty. Like, oh, I'm like, I did it. I did enough. You know, I did enough. And like, I tell people that too. Like, my buddy, like, I tell him, I'm like, don't be content. Once you get to day two, like, don't be content with that. Like. All right, yeah. it's time to keep going, keep going. Uh, yeah. I think that I think I, I think it's really hard to fight that off. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I I love that you said that. I love it. It's like you, like yeah. If at first it's like a foreign feeling, it's right. like it's pretty normal to be like once you get your first day two or your second day two, you're kind of just like all right, well, you know, we're just right. kind of just like enjoying it. I'm playing the second. I'm playing on Sunday. That's great. I get to, I get to play two days of Pokemon this weekend. <laughs> But then after after you start like uh, like hitting like the top sixty fours and thirty twos, you're kind of just like you know what if these could be like a lot more, right? I I, yeah. th- I love that. Like I feel like you have that mindset this year where you're like, mm-hmm. this isn't good enough, and and it's really showing. Uh, I think yeah. that's that's fucking sick. I, I love <laughs> to look at like I love to look at like young players or in any sport uh, in anything when. When you just see that something flipped, like a switch flipped, and like you're killing twenty four second, forty nine, you're day twoing every event, you're you're top fouring two out of, of them, and yeah, and like if you look at the past, like it, exactly what you said, you're like I get to top eight and I'm kind of just content with I made it, you know, mm-hmm. but then this year you're like no, nah, I'm, I'm here and yeah. let's get this, let's get this fucking OCIC. Let's do this. Honestly, thing. that's right. that's what we're trying. That's the next goal. It's right. top eight, or not, not even top eight. Just like win an IC. Win, that, that's win what an IC. I like that. I like that. That's fine. <laughs> that's what's yeah. up. So before we wrap this all up, um, you're you're a young guy. You're is it? What's what's your end goal here? Is there is there ever an end goal? Are you going win worlds? I'm done. Or you're young. Like uh, you could. God, imagine how badass that would be. Win worlds, I'm gone. No, <laughs> a lot of people would say that. If I win worlds, I'm just out. I'm like, yeah, that's that's a cool way to walk it off. No, that's how, that's so badass. But um, no. So 
I've never really like thought about like uh like even like when I would like say I was like trying to quit I was like I was never like mentally yeah. like, I, it was something that 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 I've been like really like it's been it's been a part of me ever since I was super young so it's kind of like what I know mm-hmm. um going off into college I definitely next year unless like some string of just like I win everything I attend I will not be going for top 16 in a yeah. it's college college but uh, I definitely won't quit I'll still go for my invite um so this is definitely my my year. Like when I when I said this year I really want to win something. All in here. This is the year that I am like this is senior year. I've already gotten into college. I've already got all that stuff figured out. I am just like focused on just like winning a tournament. So that's definitely for as my goal for this year is just like finish up strong and be like, hey, I showed that like I'm one of the I, best players I, in the world. I can but like um, I yeah, po- I, I've never really looked at Pokemon as a profession. It's been it's been cool to say. To, like people at school and like my teachers and like the people that like putting in college apps that like I've made money doing this. This was like kind of been like when people are off doing like a summer job at like the the pool or something like that. <laughs> I, I'm going like, freaking whatever. I, was, I made five grand last year. Right? Chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Doing this. So I mean that's always that's it. Yeah, that's always been like the main goal has always been to just like do better than I did the previous year. But I think uh, at a certain point, like if you had asked me like what my goal like maybe my in juniors or seniors or heck, even like a year or a year or two ago it would be to make sure like everyone knew that was like everyone respected me as a player and like okay. knew me as a player and it was like one of those things where, like, even if you didn't like me you could at least say yeah that guy that guy's pretty damn good, that guy's good. um my my outlook on the game has definitely changed this year it's like i don't really care it's like i just want to like i want to i think yeah, this year has be, been like, like myself, that. that's pretty much it right i think this year is actually just a flip on everybody i think if you look at the community, I think a lot of people, there's a lot less shit talking and there's a lot more, we're all here to try to win. Yeah. Uh, I think no, still... yeah, everyone's here to just win and have fun. That's, mm-hmm. that's really what Pokemon is about. Yeah. I think it's such a better community now. In my yeah. No, like we, when was the last time you've seen like a major call out post? Right. Like, come on. I mean, that, like, I mean, Hey Fonte is kind of gone, but Hey Fonte is gone. That, that is true. But like, <laughs> but still, I don't, I don't think that stops yeah, people. I think if people wanted to call people out, they still would. But, yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I had this argument with someone. And I was like, we kind of need that call out to grow the sport. I don't, I don't no, like. We don't need the call out. We need. I, I personally would love if someone just started talking shit. You know? No, no. Honestly, <laughs> like, uh, if, if, uh, do you keep up with the Smash Bros community? Yes, at all? yeah, yes. Uh, if we had a Leffen in this community, like that would be that would be that's amazing. He's not like he's not like no. toxic. He's just like a, 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 an important character to right. like play a role in the community. That's what I said. Oh. I think that shit grows. Like people, yeah. I think, in my opinion, like the biggest reason I do this podcast type stuff is so people can know who John A is. Like always, like I want people to understand like where you're coming from, and I want like I think communities grow when you individually like understand someone to mm-hmm. like you want to. Like, I want someone to watch this and go, oh, fuck, I watched this, and then next weekend they see you at, o- hear about you at OCIC, and you're in top eight. They're like, that's fucking John Ang, man. Yeah. I just listened to that. And, like, just growing, like, I think if you have someone to cheer for, you know? And, like, we need, like, we need outlets, and I think once we get that. Also, a Leffen would be fucking dope. Like, a I, Leffen would be amazing. Honestly, I, like, I, like, I compare it to, like, Conor McGregor. If we had a Conor McGregor yeah. where... He's like, like I, I said, I forgot who on um, one of the podcasts. I was like, could, like, could you imagine if fucking um, Penn Darvis 
when he won three in a row was just talking shit after everyone. Like, yeah, y'all I'm garbage. I'm like, these are these are free. I'm like, people would yeah. just be it would just been like obviously there would be a lot of hate on him, but it would have like people want to would tune in to watch him win or lose, you know? And like, yeah, like that honestly that's what Leffen started out as. Mm-hmm. People disliked him. But then when they like he got like banned from Europe for a year and like the whole visa issue. But when he come back came back when, well, when he was missing, people were like, "Wait, we missed this aspect of the game. We want right? this. Like, exactly. Yeah, we need." I think it's dope. And like I was talking, like Summit's on right now. Yeah, and yeah. I, was I think I think I think that is so dope because I I was talking to Rule about it. I think that that Summit format is so cool because you get it's a smaller tournament. You get like sixteen of the best players, and yeah. I'm like. Obviously, the the viewership for TCG isn't great, but like mm-hmm. you're also don't get the best players on stream every 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 round, and you're like mm-hmm. you don't have these highlights of these players. I'm like, what if we took the the best sixteen players in the world, put them in a house, and ran some type of summit tournament? Like, you think the viewership would be higher? And like he's like, Roll thinks so. He's like, yeah, I think it would be. I think if, you're right. okay. If Pokemon sub- supported it. I think the viewership wouldn't be a problem. Like, if Pokemon really? supported it, the, the viewership wouldn't be a problem if, Poke, if like, official Pokemon... Even, even in the official Pokemon stream, like, I don't know if you've seen what Dallas was like, but, like, on VGC, there was, like, 30K. Oh, on the VGC side, they have no problems. VGC yeah. can go, like, the smash direction if, yes. if they want. They can, and they then can totally TCG play. went down to, like, five when yeah. they put TCG on. And I'm like, I think if you took the best players and, like, you put on a good stream... You could get yeah. bigger numbers. It, I've it, been saying this for months. Right? Like I don't know why. They, a, I don't know it's why hard they, to do storylines in our in our community. There's no yeah. storyline. Like John Ang could o three. You know, it's just a yeah. rough day. Like it happens. Yeah. Like you don't get enough like mar- marquee matchups. So, yeah. So yeah, I a point I wanted to make is uh, I guess like me and Hunter Butler, we played like two crucial matches this year. So I beat him in top eight of Knoxville. And he beat me in top four of Dallas, so we kind of have the whole rivalry thing going. That's like, nice. obviously, we're super cool. Like, yeah, so but like, still, I, I wish you could see, people could see that more. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm not saying it's a done deal, but I'm looking into doing something in Vegas after Worlds where we do have top sixteen players, or not. I wouldn't even say top sixteen players because, like, that that number I think is very skewed. We'll figure out who we think the best 16 players yeah, yeah, are, yeah. but it's like, I think to build storylines and to grow the community, I think you need something like that. Even if it's not like for points. We, we need our five gods of melee. Like our five, like <laughs> exactly. Mom. I think yeah. that, that I think that that documentary that came out on that, what blew melee into so like good. the fucking Netherlands. And I was like, yeah. all right, well, if we can do something, which I think all we need is back. Literally, if one brand threw threw some money at it, it, it we'd be fine. Yeah, I think the Smash documentary it was like they had a 10k budget. Yeah, so, it was so dope. If, if we can get that Kickstart, then we can right. have our Pokemon. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, Puka for the beginning. We can get Ross Cawthon. We can get like all the right. legend early like of the game. Something like that. Like, yeah, it'd be sick. I think it's a, it's it's not going to take much. I think. We're on to something. We'll figure it out. We'll no, figure it out. yeah. <laughs> as much as the Marky card game's not as fun to watch, but I yeah. think it's not. I don't know why. They, honestly, I don't know why they give TCG more money. Right? <laughs> like, the VG, 
<laughs> the UTCs are all the, the viewers. Thing is so weird. Like, like she, well, well, the tournaments, yeah, yeah, don't fuck with us. We'll take more money. But, like, <laughs> but like uh, VGC getting, like, almost half of what we get is honestly, yeah. like... Yeah, but they get... Well, their numbers were so low. But now with the new game out, I think their numbers are a lot higher. And uh, they're really pushing it. So I think it'll be dope. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, before we wrap this up, I mean, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Um oh, Sure. Do you if do you have any shout outs or anything? Uh just shout out to uh my main testing group, Tanner, Ben, Adler, Isaac, Joey. They've been a huge help this year. They definitely like you we've gone over it this video, yes. just like helped me like grasp really like how I can get my best finishes as a player. So huge shout out to them. They've definitely brought out the best in me this season. Um and somebody sponsored. Somebody sponsor this kid, dude. Oh, come on. Oh, I can't come he on. do any better? Like, like <laughs> come on. I'll leave his fucking... I'll leave his limitless in the <laughs> description. All right, guys? Go check that shit out. <laughs> but, uh, thanks again, man. Yeah, always, uh, man, for sure. But for now, dude, we're gonna scoop it up.